the time. When you give it up, that's an experience for the next time. You know, but if you're going to be acting like a little, you know, then you give it up, bounce back like that and put your teammates in jeopardy, that's going to cost you. I respect everybody in this league, and I get the same respect from everybody. You know, and if you're mad because I take you deep two eyes, let me let you know. I got almost 500 homers in this league. That's part of the game, son. That is David Ortiz a couple years ago talking about David Price. Had some choice words. I believe that was after Price hit him, right? Supposedly. Yeah, uh, Price plunked him uh, in the first at bat that Ortiz came up against Price. Following that season where David Ortiz hit that postseason home run. Two. Two yeah. postseason home runs against David Price in the year prior. Yes. Uh, and David Price thought that David Ortiz was sort of pimping his home runs, which he was. And it's fine. Totally was. When, when you do, when you get all of a ball, you have absolutely every right to pimp your home run and that is, reason. That's what Ortiz basically says right there in that clip. Is that, hey, I've hit 500 home runs in this league. That's, that's the name of the game, son. He's trying to tell the kid, this is how it goes in the big leagues. Now, the reason for those comments was after that series and in the ensuing season, uh, or let me go back, because David Ortiz, in that clip, we didn't have the full one because we didn't have it available to us, but in the full clip, you would hear David Ortiz mention that David Price calls him in the offseason because he made some comments about David Ortiz pimping the home run. Right. Price apologizes because he got all butthurt about it. They said they cleared the air in the offseason. First at bat that David Ortiz faces David Price called regular season. Yep. David Price throws right at him. Yep. And then David Ortiz goes on that rant. Says you can't do that. You're gonna hurt someone. You gotta have respect for the players in this league. Mm -hmm. If I pimp my home run, it's because I hit home runs. I'm allowed to do that. You give up, you make a mistake, that's the name of the game. So I think it just speaks right there. In a couple of ways, to a couple things regarding this current Red Sox team. David Price, for what it's worth, that move right there when he plunks David Ortiz, sneaky and underhanded, right? You you call to apologize to the guy. You, you clear the air after the whole pimping of the home runs in the postseason. Two-face. And then you plunk him. Right. Yeah. That is two-face. Mm -hmm. Great word for it. Just speaks to his character. Absolutely. So, Dave, what you're saying is we should have saw this comment. David Ortiz saw it coming is what I'm saying. And so, we so, so look, it, you know, we sort of had some inclination that Price had some off-the-field issues, you know, with regards to Twitter, and he, yep. he couldn't ignore the noise, you know. That whole thing coming in was a concern for us. Right. Well, I, mean, I think the main problem is is that once David Ortiz left, there's no real leader. On right. And that is exactly right. what I'm getting at here, Brian. And because the, the thing is, with David Price, now everything's coming out because he's, he's trying to show leadership. He's but the he's, ringleader now. But he's not a leader. It, it, but it he has, is it the ringleader it's, of right. this team. It's very reminiscent of 2011, the chicken and beer team, with Josh Beckett being the ringleader of that group. Right, Doesn't but kind of have Beckett of never did anything like this. No, this is a. I mean, it's different because yeah, it's because they worse. never disrespected the media yeah. or anything like that. They still ignored the noise, but it was to the point where they David were David Price has been eating and drinking after so every so game. bad with the media with everything that's right. going on. And, and, uh, when he turned up the radio, uh, it turned up the blasting music, the music, blasting in the, the music, yep. so that no one could get interviews yeah, done. He yelled at Evan and Evan Drellick. Yeah, this has become a pattern. He's a and, like, dick, dude. Honestly, like this is this is David Price in a nutshell. And mm. the reason I wanted to play that Ortiz clip was because he saw it. 
He saw it in this guy. Right. He diagnosed it before anyone else. Yeah. He nailed it when yep. it came to David Price and his character. Someone else needs to step up. Uh, Dustin Pedroia tried to last night. This is the whole but... three-pronged argument that I was talking about, okay? Because Ortiz last year is on the roster. David yep. Price comes here. They, they seem to get along just fine. But right. you didn't hear much from David Price right. the way that we're hearing from him this year with regards to the media coverage, with regards to how he's impacting the team. And why, why was that? Because it was David Ortiz's Exactly. Team. It was not he David Price's He was scared Price's to team. say anything that would hurt the franchise Absolutely. or the organization. And, and let me just ask you guys right now, okay, just to preface everything else. David Ortiz is on that airplane. Do you think that anyone is following David Price and clapping as David Price tells, Dave, uh, tells Dennis Eckersley to F off? On that plane. Do you think anyone is clapping if David Ortiz is on that plane? Or do you even think that Price has the balls to do that with David Ortiz Pro still on this team? Probably not. But here's the thing, Dave. I don't want to get into a situation here where we're putting David Ortiz on too much of a pedestal. Because don't forget. Yeah, David he had Ortiz, his problems. He had his problems with the media, too. Okay, he had times where we were criticizing him. I mean, the one that comes to mind, obviously, is when he burst into Terry Francona's uh, press conference and said, hey, I want that RBI. Yeah. You know, talk to the scorekeeper. Right. They took away my... So it's let's not put David Ortiz on a pedestal and ask, like, act like he's some, he's some kind of saint all Ashish, the time. I'm not. But I do, this, I do this to compare the two as it relates to talking to the media. David Ortiz faced the media like a man. He said what he wanted to say to the media, and sometimes it came off as crass. Sometimes it came off as ridiculous, a big poppy, you need to shut your mouth once right. in a while. And we had Price earlier in the year say, I'm not talking, I'm only talking on my game days. Right. And so you have Price saying, I'm not talking on game days. You say you have him saying he doesn't pay attention to Twitter, but then he answers every freaking tweet that gets sent his mm -hmm. way. You have him sneaking around behind Eckersley's back, gathering his team, saying, hey, guys, get ready for this. I'm going to tell Eck off. When he gets onto the plane here, are you ready? Are you ready, everyone? And it's a sneaky and underhanded sort of way of approaching right. the media. There's always been a war between players and the media. Right. That's a real thing. It yeah. happens. But the way Ortiz handled it was to go face first against the media and speak his mind. Well, in a way that it, even if you didn't like what he had to say, you could respect right. the fact that he said it. Right. 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 I think it should have been handled differently by Price. But I understand where he's coming from with uh, like uh, a play-by-play -play or color commentator should not go at a player like Eckersley did. Guys, no one, one word, one word to say this: maturity. Let's just get maturity right out because David Price, okay, David Ortiz earned his stripes throughout the Red Sox organization. He earned the right to say what he wanted to say in the media, but he outgrew it. David Price will never outgrow it because he doesn't uh, belong in a, a big market. He does not. Chris, he, he Chris only... Sale is the ideal right. guy That's... that you want in a big market because he doesn't get mentally soft. And not... As a starting pitcher, when you get mentally soft, that's where injuries come no, into play. Not only that's that. when you start having right. disconnects with the players only, on your own team. Not only that with Chris Sale, but he never throws anyone under the bus. There was no. a game uh, uh, a few uh, a few games ago. I think I, I actually was here and we talked about it a little bit. But uh, we talked about like how one player didn't cover second base, and Pedro and Sale was like, "Yeah, I should have made a better pitch there." Right. Chris Sale takes accountability I for his think, mistakes, which uh, there are next a few year, of. If if David Price is even still on the team, uh, Chris Sale will jump over him, leapfrog him in a leadership role on this team. He's young, 
And that, that's the, I think the, that's the problem. There's a now. problem with it. There's a problem right, because, with it. Because it, he's not every day. If you ask me, though. Right. Uh, you look, need someone who's every this, day. This is exactly <laughs> this is exactly what we talked about at, at the beginning of the year. Yeah. As the year's gone on, we've sort of said Chris Sale's the leader of this team. But we always take a step back and we say a pitcher cannot be the leader of the clubhouse. Right, right. But guess what, guys? He, he can be a distraction. I, no, the problem is. A pitcher is currently the leader of this clubhouse. Right. The problem is, it's not the one that you want to be the leader. Right. It's, right. The, it's, it's David Price. It's the goofball who's winless in the postseason. Chris Sale is the leader you want a pitcher to be. Yep. If if a pitcher's got to be the leader, fine. Mm -hmm. But it needs to be the guy who acts like Chris Sale yep. and not the guy who acts like David Price. And I'll tell the, you the, the biggest. The I think the biggest problem is since David Price is the veteran, everyone's going to him, and. Chris, uh, I don't know if Chris Sale needs to tell him to like grow Back up. Chris off. Sale's too right. in his own head, right. For any of this to to mean anything to him, do you yeah. think Chris Sale was on that plane clapping? No. Oh hell no. I, well, he, he's I on the back of the plane, listen, probably listening to his headphones. In his own zone, his own he business. He doesn't. He's he already came here. The first the first thing I remember about Chris Sale was he said, "I don't listen to the media. Yeah. I don't have a Twitter account. Yeah. I don't pay attention to this. I'm here to pitch." Yep. And David David Price is the exact opposite mm. of this guy. What was and the first What was the first um, problem that people had about Chris Sale coming in? Cutting up the, the hot cutting head, up the, the jerseys, which, thought, which was what guys? Nothing, he was nothing. pissed because because he, he didn't want to wear the jersey because he couldn't pitch. <laughs> exactly, that's what pissed him off because he, he couldn't he pitch. He couldn't perform. Right, that's what gets that guy going. Mm -hmm. When you look at Price, he needs to be told. Oh, dude, you're trying your hardest. You're doing a great job. It's a hard game. Your changeup's the best I've ever seen it. And I just want to note, <laughs> and, and, and I and it's not to really dive into the backgrounds of these guys all that much because we don't know these guys personally. Right. But you talked about David Ortiz and the leadership and sort of the difference, even though they've all had their brushes with media. Experience. The difference between a guy yeah. like Ortiz, you mentioned experience. That's one thing. But the experience should be there for Price, who's 30 years old. Yeah. He's been in the league. He's, he's been, been around. He's been to World Series. So there's a fundamental character flaw there. And when you look at David Ortiz, a guy who came from the Dominican, really had to prove himself in this yep. league, almost wasn't a big leaguer anymore until Pedro went back down to the Dominican and had a chance to bring him up back to the big leagues. And he plays for Boston. He has to prove himself time and time again that he can play in this league. And he always appreciated it. He always said mm -hmm. that he appreciated having the opportunity because he remembered what it was like to be stuck in a place where he never thought he'd have the chance to be Big Poppy. Right. David Price, on the other hand, is a guy who went to, what, Vanderbilt? Oh, yeah. Great college. Yeah. Number one pick overall. Pretty the guy boy. has had everything handed yep. to him. He's been told his entire life. That you are the best. You are number one. Number one overall draft pick. You're uh, an amazing pitcher, David Price. Sounds uh, like Cam Newton. All going to be what, handed exactly to him. That's exactly what I was thinking. And yeah. so when he faces a little bit of criticism, he doesn't know how to deal with it. Right. Because he's never been criticized in his life. Yeah. Until he got to this market where right. it matters it's, to people. Right. And just while we're on the topic of leadership, you know, heading into this season, we had talked a lot about like D Dustin Pedroia is going to assume the void of of the being the main voice in the clubhouse left by David Ortiz. That's right? a problem. Though. And now we have, albeit conflicting reports about his involvement during this uh, uh, Dennis Eckersley David Price incident. You know, some sources say that he was aggressively applauding David Price. Some don't. Brian, you have a source that says that he was. Yeah. Um. So honestly, I I can't tell you whether or not he was because I don't know which source to believe. You know, Rob Bradford had his sources that said he wasn't involved. Brian and others have sources say he was involved, so yeah. I don't know. But Pedroia did address the media yesterday before the game, and he denied his involvement, and here's what he had to say. 
We all love each other. We're, we're in here together. I mean, there, there's no nothing that's going to divide this team uh, for whatever people say from the outside. Oh, we don't have a leader. I'm standing right here. Been here for a long time. Mm. We're in first place. So that's it. Write what you guys want. Here I am. See anybody else standing up doing this? Do you? Nope. Yeah, I, I think it's really fake on Pedroia, though, because now you have to step up. Where were you when none of this was going on? We're in first place. Not anymore, you're nope. not. Not anymore. It, Sorry. It, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> if you're going to talk to talk, you better walk the walk. Okay, he's been hitting fine lately. Yeah, he's fine. been great on the field. That's Pedroia in a nutshell. He's though. the only one, though. He's the only one. He's Mookie. gotta get the entire group together. Mookie's got That's cold. what creates a lead. Hanley hits home runs occasionally. Uh, Moreland is nowhere to be seen. Xander Bogarts is struggling. He, he had that, I think he had a two-hour game For, last for what week. it's worth with regards to Pedroia, yeah, he's playing well. All right, he's hit. He's been tearing the cover off the ball. Well, what, I, he's got what twenty nine RBIs in his last twenty seven games now I th- too. I think what would have helped them is if they won that game in Seattle. Yeah, but but they didn't. I know they did. So look, uh, all that uh, all that materialistic bullcrap aside, Pedroia, I'm disappointed in. Yeah, this is a guy that should have taken the reins of the offense at the very least. The offense I, of this team. I, I think he's shown that he's not actually a leader that he's we thought been, he was. He's always been a, uh, a lead by example kind right. of guy and on the field. We right. knew that, but now that there's a void I, left I, by David Ortiz I not just being don't on think this team, he's a leadership voice. Right. I think I think exactly, we've seen sort Brian. of some cracks in the facade this year, starting with the Machado incident. It's not me; it's them. That yeah. was because the first sign of Pedroia showing that maybe he's not the leader that we thought he was. Well, and he sort of has detached himself in a, in a number of ways. When you think about that incident with Machado, not me, it's them. What did he just say in that interview? Right. I'm standing right in front of you. You don't see anyone else doing that, do you? There's a distinct separation between mm-hmm. Pedroia and, I feel like, the rest of the clubhouse, yeah. whether that's the coach or the players. Yeah, I, I, how are you going to call your team out for no one else stepping up? You should be the leader of this team, right. Dustin. Guys, who's the face of, of the Red Sox right now? Can you guys... Mookie. Is it, Mookie? Or Chris Sale. Right. Those two. So, so we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. I, I think... Well, what? Who's the leader in New York? It's Aaron Judge. Thank you. He's rookie, the face of the way. team. He's, I don't, he's I don't know if he's the, the leader. Team. I don't watch him enough to know if he's, there's a, a better veteran presence there somewhere. Not really. He, he's a younger guy, but he... That I'm gonna go back to. He's it. just a commanding. Right it, it's all about maturity. Right. It, it's the matter of taking the game seriously. And, and uh, I agree with you, Dave, uh, on David Price. You know, he he comes up with a great upbringing. You know, got drafted high. You know, he's he's lived the life. But guys that succeed go through adversity. We Absolutely. talk about it all the time. You see that Gatorade commercial all the time. Yes. Losing is how you become a winner. And Matt Ryan's right at the end of it, which is like. Kind of too weird. soon. Yeah. Bree- Breeze is Way in there too. too. Soon. It's so, so weird. Yeah, a bunch of people that have Not won, won because they lost. I right. mean, Jordan was there and Serena Williams was there. Then Matt Ryan comes in out of nowhere at the end and he hasn't won a damn thing. Oh, well, he, Way they, too soon. They think he's going to win one this year. Sidetracked. I'm sorry to. I'm sorry <laughs> to go that direction, but I'm, I was just asking, who's the face of the Red Sox? It, Mark, they don't have a leader. Yeah. I, I mean, you. I think being the face of a team and being the leader of a team are two different things. I think the things, problem is that half the team is young. So they, I, the young people can't really lead. And, and this yeah, is but to my point, Aaron Judge is young. Exactly. I wanted to add to your point yeah. because Aaron Judge, he's not that young for a rookie. He's 25. Right. That's a guy that failed. Yeah. On the way here. 
had to push his way through yeah. and really become something on his own and prove to people that he could play in this league. I believe uh, part of that was also a hamstring injury as he was coming. Injuries well, played a no, no matter what, of course they play. You have, that, to, you have to overcome stance. that, though. I can go through this. But. If you overcome adversity, you're going to be better off for it. It's right. the same reason why David Ortiz was a guy who, who became one of the most clutch performers in all of baseball. Because he got and, cut. And just to motivation add, behind it. to add to David Price, a lot of these guys on this roster, they are young. And they grew up in this generation, and we sort of see it. We're at the tail end of this generation, but everybody wins. Everyone gets a trophy. Win, so, dance, and repeat. So, look, when you get to this level, right, If as you're going up through the ranks in baseball, Little League, Babe Ruth, you get up to high school, college play, all of these kids are being told, whether they make it to the big leagues or not, you're awesome, you're amazing, you're great. Right. So when you finally push it through to the big leagues, what are you, what are you thinking? I'm awesome. I'm amazing. I'm great. No. I always have been. Everyone's always said so. You so suck. they all have this same sort of mentality that it's, it's, it's not as if anyone who criticizes them is justified in doing so. Mm. So when someone criticizes them, they get butt hurt about it, and you end up with a guy like David Price telling a guy who's a Hall of Famer in Dennis Eckersley, who is more than qualified to judge him and his performance, to F off on a plane. What the hell? Like, that is such a, a, a huge problem. In my eyes, with regards to the character of this clubhouse. That's what it is. And, Disrespectful to the Red Sox and, and the Hall of Famer. Right. And just to wrap up the point on Ortiz, you rip that Band-Aid off, right? And you're hoping the wound is closed. But you rip it off a little too soon and it's still bleeding. And that's what's happened here with this team. They still needed a voice like Ortiz in yeah. that dugout to keep them under control. Because what happens when you remove the leader from your team, sometimes you find out who the leaders are, but sometimes you find out who the leaders aren't. Yep. And that's what's happened here with this team, with Ortiz. We're finding out more who uh, the players that are not the leaders on this team, rather than figuring out who's the next guy to to step in Ortiz's shoes. 603-883-9900. It's the Sports Blast. Don't go anywhere. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. I mean, yeah, it, bother, it bothers you when stuff's not true. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, but obviously, uh, you know, I'll do anything for my teammates, things like that. Um, you know, that, that's it. We're, we're moving past this. We moved past this. This was a month ago, you know, and, and you know, that, we all love each other. We're, we're in here together. I mean, there, there's no nothing that's going to divide this team uh, for whatever people say from the outside. Oh, we don't have a leader. I'm standing right here. Been here for a long time. Mm. We're in first place, so that's it. Write what you guys want. Here I am. See anybody else standing up doing this? Do you? Nope. Good point. Fact. There's, there's your source from the mouth. All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, Dave Pollard, and Mark Lazell taking you up till 2 p.m. this afternoon. Dustin Pedroia once again denying to the media that he had anything to do with the David Price, Dennis Eckersley spat mm. on the team charter. Fact. And, uh, yeah, coming out fact, straight uh, from the mouth. There's your source. Okay. Alternative fact. I'm a horse. Here's and, my mouth. <laughs> it's I, coming straight from it. <laughs> I'm here to eat grass. I, I want to really know, though, like, definitively, why no reporter asked, Dustin, were you applauding? He's gonna. Would he admit to that? 
No, but I mean, like, you if he, gotta he, ask he, that yeah. question. You've got to still ask it. You it's can't report. ask that no, question. No, no, no. It's like you talking to Bill Belichick. You have to it's, ask that question. It's like question. talking to Bill Belichick. Even though you probably aren't going to get anything, you still have to ask it. Why well, did no, no one ask? You got to say the expression. Were, were you applauding? Answers. No, they want actual future answers. Right. They don't want to piss off if, Pedroia because, because they all got to deal with them over and over exactly. and over again. No, because if you got. sort of etiquette. No, but any beat writer has to. It's their job to ask him that question in It's their job to keep their job in get quotes later. They should have asked if he was partaking in the applauding because if you get should any, of David it. Price. If you get any answer other than a flat no, then it's a yes. What? Even, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because if he's just like, you know, that's not the point, or it doesn't matter now, anything like that, I'm taking as a yes. I'll, I'll tell you what ticks me off the most about this whole situation is that not one player, not even the manager, not even uh, the upper office. I know they say they've apologized to Eckersley. Sam Kennedy did. But no one has come out and just straight up said, that was wrong. Price shouldn't have done that. Everyone who clapped was wrong. They shouldn't have done that. It's so not who, how you act at the big league level. Who's We're supposed all to do pros. That? Who's supposed to do that? Is it Dombrowski's job? To I do don't it? Is care. it Farrell's job? I don't care who does it. Farrell should do it, John but he's coddling his players left and right. We see it all the time with him. He coddles his he players. He's not going to talk he negatively about them. Yeah. But someone on that team should have had the balls to step up and say, that is not how we act. And that just shows that there's no leader on this team. There's none. Because whoever would do that becomes the leader. Because they actually have the ability to grow a sack and say something to David Price. Where I think Sale is also at fault for not maybe stepping up. Maybe he's just worried about doing his job too much Look, instead of trying to, to lead the team a little he bit. He could be that sort of lead-by-example guy that yep. just doesn't say anything. And, and you know Baratek, what? Like. It's better than what Pedroia is doing right now, which is honestly making himself and his team look worse Yeah. by by coming out and defending those actions. And I just want to take it a step further because while the actions are pretty easy to condemn, what caused them, Right. What set David Price off? Now, I mean, if this had happened and Eckersley had said something about his mother on the broadcast, you get it, right? You, you, you get it. Hey, Eck, you said something about my mother. That's not nice. F off. Nice hair, by the way. But what was it exactly that well, set David Price off? It's, it, well, it started, uh, uh, the reports were about, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. So let's hear that sound, cause we have that. Rodriguez made his first rehab start tonight. Yuck. Yuck. And that was when the stat line came up on the Nesson broadcast yeah. showing Eddie Rodriguez's rehab stint down in Pawtucket. Right. It wasn't good. It no. was ugly. He said, yuck. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't believe that that's what set David Price off. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Regardless of what was reported. Right. I don't think that's what set Price off. And the sneaky, underhanded nature of David Price that we went over in the last segment, I think, is on full display here. Yeah. Because Eck did have a couple of choice comments about David Price yep. in one of his starts. That maybe might have rubbed Price the wrong way. Go ahead. I mean, he's calling his own game. David Price has an idea what he wants to do. It's not easy to sync up with. He doesn't want that. Doesn't want that. How about that. How about that. Change up. Man. Go ahead and Man, stop it. That's something totally different. So maybe it was that. Who knows? Maybe he didn't like that he was calling out his pitch count. But again, Eckersley's a Hall of Fame pitcher, so he's able to diagnose this. Let's let's hear uh, one more. Can you do four for me? Because I really want to hear this one. And a 2-2 smacked. Oh, nice play by Moreland. He has to go to first base, and nobody covering. And Whoa. down to 
Second base is Grossman holding there. Grossman thought he caught that ball in the air. Yeah, he did. Because he went back. He totally thought he caught that. I thought he caught that ball in the air. Did not. And then where's David Price? Uh, he gets a little short hop. Boy, it looked like he caught it in the air. Knows it so hard. Outstanding scoop, but Price was nowhere to be found. He's just watching. Look at that. That is a major, major mistake. See, he thought he caught it. Get back. But David Price has just got caught looking. So base hit. I've done it. It happens. I honestly think that's the one that set him off. Not covering first. Not covering first. That the criticism sound about bad, though. Uh, yeah. no, it especially it's with the not way Eck, bad, and, and Mark, the way that's Eck my ended point. It. The way Eck ended it by saying, "You know what? I've done it. I've it been happens. there. It happens. Sometimes you don't focus, and, and you know what? I've been there. It happens to the best of us. Basically, is what Eck is saying well, there. And then you look at what David Price said um, before he said "f off." He said, "Oh, look at it. it's the Hall of Fame pitcher. Right. Nothing can go wrong with me." Right. Something like that. <laughs> That's the stuff that actually set Price off. Yeah. And the sneaky, underhanded nature of David Price is such that the reports came out that it was about him defending his teammate, Eddie Rodriguez. So he goes Lord onto this plane to tell Eck to F off because he wants to tell Eck F off because of something Eck said about him. Right. And he disguises it by saying, mm -hmm. I wanted to defend my teammates. Sneaky, underhanded bullcrap by David Price. And how sensitive do you have to be to let that set you off? You gotta cover first. Major mistake. Any analyst would say that with a half a brain on his shoulders. And then he even cushions it by saying, you know what, I've been there. I've done it too. I've made that same mistake. What the hell is wrong with David Price? Uh, my problem is he has so much talent in the world and he just displays it in the wrong way. Super M sensitive. So sensitive. Oh. I can't stand it. And the, the thing worst part, is, all the problems Price has created, right. self-inflicted. He doesn't right. belong here. He doesn't belong in Boston. Uh, he, he doesn't, but if he pitches well, everyone everyone will forgive him. Oh, all oh be yeah, forgiven. except all in the playoffs. Will be forgiven. Except in the playoffs. Well, well, you got to get, well, get, right. get there. You got to get there. You got to get there first. Wrapping up hour number 1 here on the Sports Blast ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. Hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire, ESPNNHradio.com. Sticking with the David Price story here that's really blown up thanks to Dan Shaughnessy. I believe he published his piece in the Globe on Sunday night, which really brought to light uh, the incident between David Price and Dennis Eckersley a month ago. And listen, when it happened, we talked about it. But we didn't get as in-depth in it because we just thought it was another, like, Evan Drellick situation. Right. We didn't realize that it was to the extent where he staged this on the plane, uh, on the team charter to Toronto, got other players involved, which may or may not have in included Dustin Pedroia. Well, what's yeah. funny is that they played and, so well in Toronto. And they too. played, they were coming, yeah, and, and David Price, again, you know, was pitching well. These always come after he, and, and so far, every start he's made, except for the last one when he got blown up. Which is when this was released. After Correct. he had yeah, that no, he right. can't. He can't let a good performance breathe without going to the media to right. bitch afterwards or about I, I, how I think, good he is and how wrong they were. I yeah. think for the most part, he's been solid in every outing except for the last one, two that he had. There, there, been oh, there was another one in yeah. there. 
But for the most part, we can all agree. David Price has been pretty solid in the games that he's pitched. Two point five. He's been pretty good. ERA, he's been pretty good. Like What's is shocking because of how soft he is. Well, with, here's the thing. Well, we talk about how he's elbow. His worst games have come after he's set fires uh, with the media, though. Right. right. His worst performances. If you remember that Yankees game, where he, he it was the one where he told Shaughnessy, "I'm not doing anything except for on game days. I'm not talking to you guys." Right. Which happened to be a game day. And he gave up two home runs to Sanchez. And he pitched horrible yeah, that yeah. day. You know, mm. so this is all self-inflicted stuff. And I really do think that his mental makeup is such that he gets in his own head. Oh, he's soft as you pudding. Can, and, it, and it's no more on display than when you see him in the postseason. And, and well, we're talking about his uh, mental capacity and what he's able to, you know, uh, deal with here in this town. Yeah. We were talking about how the timing of his injury yesterday, he was a late scratch. Actually, not late. We found out pretty much in the mid, like, like one early o'clock. afternoon. Yeah. yeah. That he Super was going to go on the convenient. deal because his, I think Shaughnessy was the one that tweeted, right? Yeah. David Elbo, uh, David Price's elbows barking at him. And yep. then he said, oh, this is convenient, huh? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, he said plot thickens. Oh, that's yeah. what, that's well, what Shaughnessy look, and, and Dan and, Roach also had a tweet, uh, with regards to this might be a, uh, a, a recoup slash, uh, mindset sort of recoup right. day. Slash right. punishment. But, but here's the thing. No <laughs> Slash one, punishment, no one, maybe. No one, no one in this studio, though, is suggesting that David Price went on the DL simply to avoid the Boo Birds at Fenway. Well, I think that played into it, but I don't think that was the, I don't think that was the sole reason, Dave. Because he, he had, I think a, he, he had was, the MRI. He had, and it was scheduled. Yes, it was and, a scheduled and he, MRI. And, and listen, I think the Red Sox, as PR conscious as this organi- organization is, they saw probably a saw inflammation. that, and they said, you know what, this wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if you went on the DL, missed a couple starts, and then maybe we activate you when we hit the road yeah. uh, after this 10-game homestand. Well, I just think ask, that's probably what happened. Do you, and this is going to be speculation, which is why it's so tough, but... He's do, supposed to be pitching Monday, do you not think, like for, for the team, but... Do you, do you think that since his last start, in which he didn't perform very well, do you think that elbow got any worse? Yes. Yeah. A little bit. I, a little inflammation. He hasn't pitched in six days. Yeah, a little a little inflammation. And he gets the MRI the day before. Tiny bit. Yeah. You think it got worse? Tiny bit. See, I don't. I think it was scheduled that way, though. I believe he's injured. Yeah. You know, I believe he is injured. But, I think but you, there's but an you elbow agree problem. with my yeah. my uh, circumstance here where the, the Red Sox said, you know what? No, no, Let's no. Let's just wait for this to blow you over. think that's only part of it. I don't think it's the whole reason. I, I Look, I believe the elbow could be hurt, but I don't think it's any worse than it was in his previous performances, in his previous outings. It, I don't think it's any worse. You don't that think he, it got it more inflamed? I don't think he couldn't have gone out there last night. Right. I, he, is my point. He could have. And guess what? They needed him last night. You're a half a game ahead of the Yankees. Now you're a half a game behind them. They needed David Price to pitch last night, and they needed him to pitch well. And I don't think that it was to the point where he couldn't have pitched, which to me suggests that the only reason he's not out there, because if he could have pitched, he would have been out there, right? You said that he needed to pitch well. If he got booed before he started, you know how how many runs he'd give up in that first You just inning? made my point, yeah. Ryan, that it was all about giving him a mental break. Right. And not coming back to Fenway while all this firestorm is going on. Yep. Pitch well on the road. The heat was hot. And coming wait, back and to wait Fenway. For this to blow it was. It was as hot as it's been. It won't fully blow over because there are a lot of diehards that will boo him. Well, here's well, the thing, though. The if, he go, if he goes on the road and he gives you two solid starts before coming back, who knows? It might blow over for the most part. Right. But what were the results from the MRI? That there was inflammation, it, it, there was inflammation in his elbow, which, so, by I mean, the way, with, with that, is, there's a little credibility because you're you're meeting with a doctor. So I, I don't, I think it was just a matter of right. timing. And you, the matter, I don't of, know if you heard Dave Dombrowski last 
uh, yesterday before the game. Yeah. He mentioned about uh, you have to get it medically cleared in See, order that to be put I on think, the desk. I, I, that's I, I agree BS. with that, but I that's think it's BS up. because that's you can look, up. everyone's got little nicks and bruises and this and that. You can always be like, oh, my elbow's nagging me. Dude, it's been nagging you for three Not and a half months. Not to mention Dombrowski was asked plain as day. What was different about this MRI? And he said he couldn't get into the particulars. So he didn't have an answer for if it was worse or why he wouldn't pitch or based on what. So what did you see in the MRI? So, so I think I'm, I'm basically in the middle of Dave and Brian here. And, and I'm saying it's not a completely phantom injury. Oh, but I think yeah. the situation surrounding David Price this week after Shaughnessy I'm, I'm uh, right where wrote that piece. I think, okay, so you and I are on the same page. Yeah. I think that basically pushed the Red Sox over the edge and said, you know what? Okay. This might not be a bad time to put you on the DL. I understand where Dave's coming from, but I don't think it was a total like right. We, we can't send you out there. It's, we have it's to not put an you on inner ear in because, because the thing is, yeah, exactly, like a BS <laughs> one like that one. Because the thing is, you look at the fact that he escaped some of the boo birds yesterday. The worst ear infection of all time, <laughs> or, Brian. Or the you were... same thing with the like shoulder injury with Clay Buckle. Exactly, it's, it's like, covering Brian... up for the players yeah. who have a weak makeup. It's, right. it's, it's a consistent pattern with this because team. I don't know why you guys aren't on board with. Because Brian just told us uh, in the break he was at Fenway yesterday and in the players' lot when David Price was leaving, yeah. he got he, booed. He got like they booed the crap out yep. of him. Yeah. In the, he was in his tank. Window. Well, they, they looked like they were going to. They, oh. People were angry. People were like, I wouldn't so be surprised furious. if someone egged his car. There was like fifty people booing Probably him. waiting for him. Yeah. Guys, you're making my point. He was the again. first one to leave too. <laughs> but yeah, but the thing is, but Dave, the thing is, I don't think the Red Sox are fine, that fine, stupid fine. that they would deal him only oh, yes, for that. Are. Yes, they are. They are absolutely that stupid. And they think the fans are that stupid too. I honestly believe that. I think they think they can pull the wall over no people's eyes. No it comment. might be one of those reverse <laughs> psychology things, you know, where it's like, this is such a stupid idea that, that people will believe yeah. based on how stupid it is that we're not making based this up. Based how stupid we are. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Look, I mean, he legit had an MRI. Take totality out of it. All right. Maybe it's not a hundred percent one thing or the other. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. What do you think it was more of last night? The elbow or them worrying that he was going to get booed? I think it was the can, irony. Can we say it's of... 50 50? Yeah, I, if I, you I want, but that's boring. I know it's more. I mean, that's which what I'm saying. I know it's a out, but. You really think it was 50 50? Or don't you think they used the elbow as a perfect out to get that guy off the mound last but night? My, my problem was, there we go. That's 50 50. That's not 50-50. No, 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 no. Because what puts it over the edge is the fact that he was going to get booed or he would have been out there. If Price had pitched great and none of this had happened, it's a he gets that same it's 60, MRI. It's 60-40. Yeah. He gets that same <laughs> MRI without the Eckersley situation going on, and he's pitching last night. Dude, guys, the irony is, okay, so the MRI was scheduled. If it was just an MRI just to go in to get checked out, then I'd be like, okay. That's what the, that's the scheduled come- MRI is. No, no, but no, like no. you could just show it up. It didn't come out of nowhere, though. Thank you. Th- that, that's 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 my point. I'm trying to. It make. was scheduled months in advance. Right, right. Yeah. Which means he was going in for an MRI no matter what on Thursday. Which and is, it just so it happens. It just so happens that, that they he saw goes on some the, information. But no, he goes on the 10 day DL, and they're on the road after that 10 day DL, so he can perform. So that's, Actually, that's technically, why they're not because they are he, though. No, be, he'll be back. He'll be it, eligible to come back for the Chicago. Yeah. So series. if he comes back. If. What, they might bump what him, if give he him comes back. They'll, They'll give him an extra day. You if, watch them hey, next week. Hey, what if you, he comes back on look, that Friday? Look. What are we saying then? Isn't, huh? isn't the heat still less than what, what it is now? What if he next comes Friday? back Friday? Isn't it less It's heat? less, but people aren't going to forget. Nope. Look, people aren't going to forget. Here's no, what no I'll week. say about a scheduled MRI versus a non-scheduled one. If Price's 
if Price's elbow was becoming inflamed it was because inflamed, of yeah. his last start, yep. it wouldn't have had to have been a scheduled MRI. They would have they would have had to just give him an MRI because his elbow was hurting him or bothering him. This was just a scheduled MRI that planned. happened to fall on a day before he was starting, and it also happened to fall on the day before he was starting when he was clearly going to get booed, as you saw. Even though he didn't start, you saw him with your yeah, own eyes get booed. It was kind of scary. Kn- they knew it would happen. They knew it. By the and way, they know the mental makeup of this guy is so low and yeah. so weak have you that s- they couldn't put him out there. Have you through seen it. his car, the tank? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it looks bulletproof. Yeah, it looks like it's, the he probably did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably just bought it. Um, guys, I I think he should have played in that game for sure. And face the music, right? I mean, you go and, and no. You know, because then the rest of the year he's like he's like dude then no, then you know yeah, then you know you're, you know he's he, he's like he is what he is right, then his point. mental makeup is just mush oh we are great it, it, they sh- they should already know that if they don't by now do you need him or do you not need him you do need him that's... so he's got to suck it up no he doesn't what do you mean no yes he does no yes he does not for something like that does he not there's have a, to does he not have to suck it up guys, so there's such a disconnect between the, the the message of the ownership to the players to the fans because when I look at it, okay, John Henry or John Farrell, they should have definitely apologized oh, to Dennis. Just Eckersley. in case you guys wanted to know, they are celebrating the 2007 team. Uh, yeah, this tomorrow. weekend. <laughs> I know, but yeah. but my point is, they should have apologized to Dennis Eckersley because now they're sticking up for David Price and they're covering his back right. so he doesn't get booed. He doesn't get booed. By his own fan base, but he deserves it. No, that's because he deserves it. It's a veiled punishment. Maybe it's a veiled punishment. Maybe behind closed doors, John Farrell went to him or Dombrowski went to David Price and said, Hey, that's not how we act. You got to cut the crap. We're going to bench you for tomorrow. We'll call it an elbow inflammation thing and and let's just move past it. But you're punished for this one game. You're not going to make your start. Maybe that's what it is. If, you know what? I'll if, give them credit if it's that. Yeah. You know what? I'd give them more credit if they just came out publicly and, and said suspended it. him. And said it. Exactly. And said it. And maybe suspended him. Because they're coddling him. Yet again, right. Ashish, they are protecting a guy who honestly that's doesn't deserve it. He doesn't deserve the protection. Right. Because what's going to happen next time some media member decides to criticize him? He's just going to go off again right. and be a dick again. But here's the problem. is They had a chance to suspend him for conduct detrimental to the team a month ago. It looks bad that after the details and come right. out, detailed, yeah. retroactively, oh, now yeah, we're suspending you. It's, it's like the like, Ray Race. It, exactly Ray Rice like, yeah. exactly and, like and Ray again, Rice. The schedule- it's like Goodell going back and saying, oh, crap, i got to add a couple games now. <laughs> you don't like, have it's, video. It's like, no, you missed the boat on that. You <laughs> had to do this a went, month ago, and went, we didn't. Ashish, we don't even know what happened. There's no video on it. Right. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, we need video What about the everything to make sure that it happened. If it wasn't caught on camera, Dave O'Brien didn't film this? No, no, oh, he didn't. Dang. Shockingly. Uh, is D'Angelo Russell on the plane? <laughs> I'm surprised that... Uh, no, that will leak in a month. I'm surprised Jackie Bradley Jr. didn't film the whole thing and then oh. uh, Photoshop Eckersley's face oh, with a donkey yeah. or something. Seriously, yeah. I mean, like, and again, I don't oh, want to... Sp- you didn't hear about that, Brian? I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, look, I don't want to speculate, but a couple years ago, D- Jackie Bradley Jr. had an incident with Dennis Eckersley where he asked for a picture, yeah. then sent out a tweet right after that, basically saying uh, something to the effect of, I want to thank Dennis Eckersley for saying all the things I, quote, can't do this week. Right. People like you is what drives me. He did that a couple years ago. And again, I don't want to speculate because I don't know who else was clapping. Again, we have mixed sources on whether or not Pedroia was involved. But when I heard that other players were applauding, 
in my mind, I thought it wouldn't surprise yeah. me if Jackie's one oh, of those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I he has a history with Eckersley. Guys, well, I, I think the Red Sox organization is just as at fault than David Price. Oh, totally. Because they're top to bottom. They're going through with it. I mean, you go out to, to make to make a statement, to make a stand on David Price and his actions. You go out in public and you say this guy disrespected our organization. He's going to be suspended. Yeah, it's very simple. There well, was an incident well, uh, yeah. the other day on the airplane between David Price and Dennis Eckersley. If they did that, we a don't month find ago, that it, it was appropriate. Fun. We're going to suspend David Price right. for one game per team policy. End of discussion, right. and everyone's over it. Yeah. Instead, and it's fans, a month later, and exactly. we're still talking about it. That's the That's problem. Because of David Price's ego. Sure, you had to coddle the guy. Yep. As a as a team, they decided we're going to coddle him yep. rather than hold his feet to the flame and let him feel it a little bit. David Price made the wrong decision. He should have went to David St. Price Louis. Price is, as Ortiz called him, a little bitch. Right. He, he should, can't deal with any of it. He should have yeah. gone to St. Louis. He and I, I, would have been great, but he <laughs> I mean, the I don't, I don't look, blame him for taking the two hundred seventeen million. I would have done the same. thing. No, I would have done to, too. Look to and, summarize it just real quick. The, the scheduled MRI leads me to believe that the elbow thing wasn't as serious as it was, and the fact that they retroactively started his DL stint on July 25th so that he can come back four days earlier also suggests to me that the elbow thing isn't as serious as they would want us to believe that it is. Right, and but there, I wouldn't be there shocked. There is that, but if he starts at home, I feel like it's like a it's, boot point. It's still taking a little bit of the heat off him, and, and I think you know it. A week goes by and time heals all wounds, Right. I would I wouldn't be shocked if, if um you know he rides not from what I saw last if, night if Maybe he rides not this, entirely but <laughs> I would be shocked if he rides the rest of the season on the DL he you know has Tommy John surgery he gets thirty million dollars and then he opts yeah. out actually he, he only gonna pitch it. him on the road or something I, I'm 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 thinking now if he starts at home that'll be against the White Sox there won't be as many fans at that game yeah and the White Sox suck exactly. You know, nobody's going to want to go and support the guy, though. I'm excited next week to see Chris Sale versus Moncada. Everyone's but... <laughs> always excited to see Chris Sale. Well, I'm just saying Chris Sale Moncada because they were traded for each other. It's Chris Sale's probably going to strike him out four times. I hope so. That's that's the goal. Look, I, I don't know how, you, how if you're the Red Sox, you overcome this whole thing without facing it head head on. Like, that's the thing. You you ignore problems. They don't go away. Do you and ca- that's what do you this care team anymore? has done. Do you, do you care? I want the team to win. Right. Yeah. But so do you, I do care. Do you, my my thing is I don't care as much is is because if they do make it to the playoffs, this guy's gonna suck anyway. So he you know he doesn't pitch in the playoffs. He's worthless at this I, point. See, I'm just He's not a worthless. fan of that. And and obviously we sitting here have nothing to do with how Price conducts himself. But you would hope from afar that at some point he has some sort of epiphany that says. I'm acting like a jackass here, and I need to be a better leader, and I need to win when it matters most. But and Dave, you hope to see that change. You can't ever see it if you don't put him through it, and this team has coddled him too much through can all only of win this Dave. adversity you talked about for it. him to grow. You, 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 ta- you, you talked about it, it in previous segments, though. He can't he, lose he, playoff he, games in Hawaii. Mark, you You, you talked about it in previous segments. <laughs> right. Right? David Price apologized to David Ortiz. Right. Apologized to him. Right. Right? And then the next outing he has, he... Aims it at his face or aims it at his back. Right, he threw sneaky, the ball. Sneaky and underhanded. I agree. Two face. But how? What I did don't you see say, that changing. What did I you don't say see helps changing. people grow? Right, the adversity factor. Yeah, you go through some adversity, it should help you grow. Not with David Price. But it's not because of David Price that he's not recognizing or realizing this adversity. It's because of the team. They're coddling him through what should be some sort of adversity, which might, if you just held his feet to the flame and let him feel the heat, 
might help him grow a little bit in this market at least. You would get him used to the fact that you're going to take criticism. So you think what we expect from our pitchers at is to go out and at the very he least won't change. perform to your highest capability, and that's it. So, Dave. And that's all you got to ask for. People can, people can still grow, he's 31. Brian. People can, but you have to put them in a situation to overcome adversity if you want them to grow. You think the ownership of the Red Sox, if they came out with a statement saying that you've been suspended, that he'll use that as motivation? No, but it's better no. than going the other way and, He'd and staying along the same course. He'd right? wilt if he we, got suspended. We already know where this road's leading us with David Price. Yeah. The coddling, uh, the the not coming out and saying we're benching you for a game, telling people that it's the elbow, giving him excuses. None of that has worked so far for David Price. But my so point is, what, if they came out with a statement, if they came out with a statement and put him on blast, I don't know. I don't think it would have worked out. But I think he would have just been like, "All right, I'm not playing for the rest of the year. I'm may- a big baby. Maybe, I'm emotional." Maybe. And then you know what? He's out of the locker room, and the poison pill is gone. There, there are a million different ways that this team could have handled it, but they're not handling it in any way that is different from how they've handled it in the past. So there's no ability for Price to grow and become a better player, better teammate. Through all of this, they're just sticking to their guns, going down the same coddling road that we've been down with this guy over and over again since he got here. They coddle him. He doesn't get through it. He doesn't get used to the criticism. He doesn't get used to this market. And we don't see him progress in any way in Boston. He, he might if you did something different. Don't you think that it would be at least different if they held him accountable? No. If they I, called, us, uh, I called think him he'd out. Do, uh, he, I think he'd wilt. I, I think that's I think the worst thing. He'd be like, you know what? I'm done. And if he is done, then he's gone. And you don't have to worry about him poisoning the rest of the clubhouse, being a toxic person in that clubhouse. Yes, but you need a starter like him. But then he becomes another Pablo Sandoval. He becomes another Pablo Sandoval. Maybe, but if you need him, Brian, I agree, you need him in this rotation. Right, that's exactly why they're coddling him. But you can't pitch him at Fenway because he's about to get booed. You gotta change the one guy's start. mentality. Right. One start. You have to change his mentality. Before we hit the break, I have a question for you guys. The trade deadline is 4 p.m. Monday. If he did not go on the DL, do you think he would have been available in a trade? No. And maybe the Red Sox would have been like, you know what? Off we'll season. eat half the salary. We'll eat half of it. Hell, we'll eat oh, maybe three quarters God, of it. No, I don't think, I don't think it would be smart. Wait until the offseason. I think it would if, if you could trade him. He's a the... sinking ship and he's taking you down Depends with him. Depends on the value you'd hey. get back for him, but I don't know what you'd you know get where, back for him. You know what were the, what were the two teams, uh, what was the other team that wanted him? St. Louis. Get Michael Walker. Get Lance Lynn. Take anyone. No, no, no. You send them to the Dodgers. You could no. send them to the Dodgers. Do- Dodgers, yes, but uh, St. Louis was willing to pay him. But yeah, oh, they of just, course. And but they they're just, not going to give up that kind of talent for David Price. Yes, they would. And the because Red Sox, that's a small market. He thrived there. I think so, too. But the Red Sox And not have, only that, they lost Adam Wainwright. They lost their ace. They're trying to make a playoff. Push. Yeah, but how good is their baseball history? Uh St. Louis? St. Louis, Louis is, is pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty damn good. Exactly. That's why. So expectations for him are going to be high. Right. No, it right. doesn't matter about yeah, big who market. Cares? Who the cares? We don't care about as that, as though, harsh. as long as you get rid of them. The media is just not as harsh in yeah. St. Louis. Yeah, media but won't they do, do anything. They do and, expect and what do we, and what do we always say team. about the fans in St. Louis? Best fans in sports, not yep. just baseball. No. Those I Midwest. said that. No, in terms of how much they embrace their players? Yeah. Oh, maybe. They'd embrace him. They'd be like... You know what? Boston, not, like Boston was a, is yeah. a tough, a tough environment. Yeah, Dave, I'm not saying they're the more passionate. We're probably the most sure. passionate fan base in America. Yeah. But in terms of... Well, I can think of a lot of more passionate fan bases than Okay, Louis. fine. That That's something that we can argue <laughs> until the cows come home. But the point <laughs> is... Chicago. In terms Chicago, of, in New terms York. Of, in, terms of, in terms of the nicest... Right. 
most welcoming fan base in America? Sure. I would have to put have St. Louis the in the top. Game? They're the Canada the of they are the United so States. Freaking nice. I have mean, you hey, been there? You know what? I've I've been to the Midwest, but not uh, St. Louis in particular. Then Mid- how do you I, know? The Midwest is a friendlier the part Midwest of the country. Midwest is the nicest place. They true. were interested <laughs> in him, and they would be able to accept most of that. However. Contract. If you're the Red Sox, Brian, you have no leverage because all the teams that would be interested in Price know that you're teams. trying to get rid of the guy if you're willing to trade him. Well, and yep. their playoff teams. Sure, yeah. Add that to the mix. You got, you just got no leverage on this guy. You got $150 million left you, on his contract. Yeah, but he's been and pitching you, well. Teams he, has, would, he, he has the pedigree but when of you, a good pitcher. But when you have a guy, of an ace. But when you have a guy that is locked up for... For what six more years and 150 million more dollars, and you're trying to shop him. Teams then look at it and say, "You don't even want well, this well, guy." He has the There's ability a, to opt out. Yeah, though. it does. He has so the ability to opt out. It's a next, next it's a fair rental. Fair points, which would make him probably. And more, you know what? At more this point, that makes him less valuable again because you don't. More. Because no, because you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. That's if, double if, leverage. If you're, if you're the one acquiring, no, no, it's a little more valuable because then because he don't, can opt out. Yes, because then they don't have to pay all the other money. Fine, if you view him as a rental, but then you need a team that views him as a rental. I think. I and think you St. need Lewis a, would be perfect. For and that. you need a team that doesn't look at his playoff stats. The Dodgers would be perfect for that because they're in for to try and win. And a they World have Series. a history of helping out the Red right. Sox, and they also have. Have a terrible You'd have to be like, ignore the man behind yeah. the curtain being the playoff record of David Price. Regular season, this <laughs> guy's yeah, great. I mean, they already have Clayton Kershaw, who sucks in the postseason, so why not add David Kershaw's Price? terrible in October. <laughs> wow, what a joke. <laughs> all right, all right, we got to go to break. Uh, Patriots officially opened training camp, I believe, today is their first day of padded practice. So football season started bad. Thursday. Thursday. I said today's the first day of padded, padded practice. practice. They, they, play, they practiced on Thursday. I don't care. He said padded practice. You don't care with pads. Okay, pads is the first padded practice. Okay, the yeah. Patriots. I added adjective to something. I just don't care. All right, the Patriots open camp this week. You can have week. a cheeseburger, or you have a great cheeseburger, <laughs> or a hamburger. The great one is different from the cheeseburger. What about a padded cheeseburger? A padded cheeseburger is certainly different from a normal cheeseburger. That's all why right. he added the caveat of padded practice. What about a cheeseburger versus a hamburger? I just think it's oh all the same. All right, you know what, guys? We got to go to break. We'll be back with the pats. Don't go anywhere. <laughs>